Uh, hi, I'd like to talk to you about Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. I've never met him. Oh, all right, then wrong number, sorry. <laughs> what, are you trying to give him a subpoena? Yeah, this guy is very elusive. <laughs> Did you try to chase him down the river and he just started walking on it? <laughs> very good. Thank you. Very good. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> all of a sudden, the river was full of wine. Yeah, he got me drunk and... I passed out when I came to. He was just gone. Oh, that's why you're looking for him. Yeah. And the whole place smelled like fish. <laughs> Anyone who isn't on Patreon really should be, because um, we had actually an extra piece of exclusive patron-only footage that we put up that is you, me, and your wife talking about who should be Batman. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It didn't quite make it into the show, but it's a great part. Yeah. I think... you Ah. That almost makes me want to give money into the podcast, <laughs> just so I can listen to it. Yeah, and that one goes to anyone. Like, our normal extra Patreon episode is only, I think, for $10 and up. But this one, if you're a patron, you can... Like, if you donate $1, you can get it. Ah, wait a second. Was that... There's a there's a slight chance that everything we have just said since I called you was not recorded, because my levels are going up and down. But the little icon said that the recording volume was all the way down. I don't know what's going on. Oh, we missed our sweet Jesus jokes. I don't know if we did or not. Because it usually when that happens, it just lies flat. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. So I don't know what it was going. I don't know what's going on with it. Well, regardless, good luck finding that Jesus guy. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. That might not mean anything to anyone. <laughs> yes. That joke may only be able to make sense to ourselves, which is fine. Really, the most important part is us trying to get people to give us money, so we got that part. Yeah, I mean, as long as that got out... Yeah, just keep your part in. Just keep your side of the conversation in about how people should give us money. That's what I usually do. I usually cut yours entirely. That's pretty good. This whole show has just been one really interesting monologue. Yeah, I mean, you don't listen, so how would you know? Yeah, that's true. It totally it totally could be. And you know what? It can keep doing that. I don't even care cuz you're right. I don't listen. <laughs> what do I care? I do let's be honest. I do this so I can hear myself talk. So I might as well let you do this so that you can just cut me out. Yeah. I mean, no one else does it so they can hear you talk. Exactly. Exactly. So I it's a victimless crime like all of them. <laughs> like all the crimes, it's victimless. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and have a bowl of ramen. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Why ramen? I don't know. I, you know why? Because it's probably what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Oh, nice. I had a very big company-funded lunch. Ooh. For lunch, so I'm not even hungry yet. Did you steal some of the free food did you take any home with you uh no i ate it all immediately well then you were a fucking sap all right <laughs> you gotta you gotta get as much as possible you have to think two meals worth okay yeah that's that's what i do with the breadsticks at olive garden yeah that's why when i go there i just stick them in my purse yeah just to be clear i don't carry a purse around normally but just when i go to the olive garden i cross-dress so that i can have a purse and then I take the purse and I fill it with free breadsticks. Oh, I was going to ask if purse is your pet name for your wife. 
The ironic part of all of that is that she can't eat gluten. <laughs> she has a gluten intolerance. So I should I would just make her carry breadsticks for me. <laughs> but they're worth it. She's like touching the bread and she's like, my hands are starting to tingle. And I'm like, just keep packing, hon. Just keep putting them in there. That means they're working. Yeah. That means you're getting full bread contact. That's what I want. <laughs> Uh, this is a great episode so far. How you been? I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been okay. Here's what happened. <laughs> I was going to say, that means bad. Here's what happened in that entire span of five seconds is I started off thinking, well, I'll just answer that like a normal person with just a common answer. And then I thought, maybe I should give an honest answer. Have I really been okay? <laughs> and then I thought about it and I was like, maybe I haven't been okay. Maybe something's awful. And then I was trying to... Re- call what terrible awful things have happened and then i was like nah, nothing really exciting has happened i actually have been okay so i came full circle on that but i did i, I did go on a whole journey you should have trusted your instincts i should have i should have trusted it i went a whole journey right there how have you been i've been all right i've been busy both the past two episodes have been uploaded late i don't even know how late the last one is going to be uploaded because i still haven't uploaded it as of recording this <laughs> but uh yeah, we, we just started, um, I, I sent you a, a text that I was uh, in Home Depot for job number three or whatever, uh, building stuff. Uh, this one, it looks like we might be going to London and Texas to put on this show, so that might Ooh, be fun. Not London, Texas. London and Texas. Correct. Okay. That's correct. I think San Antonio is oh, where well, it is. Oh, well, that's Texas. a nice place I've, hear, I've heard. Yeah, I've never been. Have I heard that? I have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard of San Antonio is nice. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. You've been, been to so San Antonio or you've heard it's acting. Nice. Like, the last time we did this, I was too busy to upload episodes and I was just building it. And now I'm building it and I'm one of the lead actors in it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And it's just, it's ruining the podcast for all parties. <laughs> <laughs> namely you yeah assholes no i i love it though it's a lot of fun i just don't get to sleep <laughs> right exactly well that's that's the art of podcasting yeah that's how a good podcast is made as i have demonstrated many occasions is if you don't sleep that's where the gold is baby <laughs> that's true so welcome to my world At least for you when i get sl- you when you get sleepy you start like hitting backfires of fumes of just like popping out gold and for me when i get sleepy I just sleep. (laughs) So when you go on those rants, uh, sometimes I have to edit out. Every now and then you'll hear a small... Yeah, because that's you just falling asleep. And I'm just plowing through it. Right. Just going right beyond it. I don't even notice. I did want to bring up as well that uh, we had a wonderful exchange on Twitter with the Not Movies podcast, sister podcast of the show. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know if you've heard their latest episode. But they put out a fairly recent No, I haven't. It's great. It's real gold. Uh, And we advertised. I put it in Twitter and I said, you know what? Everyone should listen to this episode, especially if you've never heard Not Movies before. It's a really good one. It might be my new favorite one. Um, I don't even want to ruin any of it by saying (laughs) what what it's about or what happens. But I will say that at the end, they they mentioned us. Oh, really? Yeah. I I forget why specifically. Did they spoil it? Did they spoil the the previous episode? No, not at all. Okay. So, uh, excellent. I know. I it's feel still like, a surprise. Well, did you, wait, let me ask, did Sean bring us up? Uh, possibly. I don't remember who, but it just came up that we were doing a really good job and no one knows why. <laughs> 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 and Eric, that I knew it. 
He's teeing us up. I think Sean was like, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. And Eric was like, they give out free stuff. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that's really why. Yeah. But I, I put on Twitter that might be my new favorite episode of theirs. And not just because they give us a shout out. Oh, and Sean also said, well, great job for them. And whoever runs their Twitter account is really good. Chris, I think it is. Oh, it might be. And Eric was like, I think it might be Andrew. And they were both like, oh, I'm not sure. So I tweeted at them. Great episode. Might be my new favorite. Not just because you give me a shout out, but it's really, really good. And then I, I re- responded to my own tweet and said, also, the fact that you think Chris does anything for the show is adorable. He's one misstep away from being replaced by an Amazon Echo. Yep, it's and it's not untrue. <laughs> I've experimented with if I can if I can do it. I'll sit at home with an Amazon Echo sometimes, and I'm like, "All right, Echo, here we go. Can you spend 40 minutes on Aquaman?" And then usually about 25 minutes, and the battery dies. So I'm yeah. working on it. Yeah, you're like Alexa. Can you repeat after me? Oh, yeah, everybody. And then it usually plays just the soundtrack from Hamilton. And I'm like, son of a bitch, why? Every time I make a request. <laughs> we were so close. It. What is this? It knows what you really want. Jesus. All right. I've got a little bit of everything. I've got DC. I've got Marvel. What do you want to start with? Disney. Well, too bad. I want to talk about James Cameron. Is that joke dead? Not that too been going on too long. Uh, no, I think I just, about I'm, it. Should I? From now on, I'm only going to say Disney because it gives me the best odds. It is. It's yeah. It's really an umbrella statement. Yeah. I was thinking about it too. I was like, is that? Have I been kicking that dead horse with this bit? Should I stop doing it? If I should stop Let's, doing it, what do you guys think? It, yeah, I was going to tell just us say, on Twitter or Facebook. Tweet us out <laughs> if I should stop doing that dumbass bit where I just yell at Andrew. Or better yet, if you want your voice to really count, go to Patreon.com, donate a, to us twenty dollars a month. We'll never do it again. Or what we'll do is every person who donates twenty dollars a month, your specific episode, we will edit just so we can cut that bit out. <laughs> We'll send you a personal episode with that out. We'll send up a personal episode <laughs> that we say your name and we cut that bit out. In fact, in the place where that bit is, we'll just talk about you for five seconds. That's great. I love that idea. That's that is real. We'll just cut it out. And where that bit goes in, we'll just insert like your hair looks nice today, Julie. And then we'll just go on with the rest of the show. I think that works. This is this works great in the assumption that no one is going to give us $20 a month. Now this is where we run into trouble because this will be the month everyone's like, well, fuck yes. And we start making bank on the show. But now we got to <laughs> make record 70 like individual a episodes. thousand personal messages. Yeah, it's going to be awful. <laughs> so James Cameron is doing he's got a couple of things in the pipeline. But first and foremost... We have the new Terminator movie that is going to be coming out November 1st that finally has James Cameron back to producing. It's got Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. It's got Schwarzenegger as... As the governor of California. (laughs) As the governor of California. But plot twist, he's the governor of California after Skynet. And so... They just came out with the new title for it. They're calling it, according to James Cameron, they're calling it Terminator Dark Fate. Is that because all the good names were taken? All the good names are probably taken. This is, yeah. I mean, every every Terminator movie since Terminator 2 has had some sort of a, some sort of a subtitle. I like the idea that James Cameron was like, I've got it. Terminator, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, James, that one's been taken. God damn it. Terminator. 
Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're going to hate me for this, but that one's definitely taken. Son of a bitch. Okay, okay, here it is. Terminator. Judgment Day. <laughs> and they're like, that one's That's gold. perfect, James. Never been used. Absolutely. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, okay. But why don't we call it Dark Fate for uh For, for working, working purposes. Title. Yeah, for working title. And he's like, all right, that sounds good. I don't, I mean, do you think... Do you think this is what it's going to be? Is this what it's going to stay? I mean, it comes out November 1st. I would almost think it has to it has to stay at this point, but it's this November. It's this November. Yeah, I I I mean, I would imagine. I don't really care that much. I mean, I I just am so sick of these. Like Are you into this franchise? Like do you actually No. Okay. I think the first one is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. I think the second one is even better. Like mm-hmm. Probably like top 20 or 30 of my all-time favorite movies. Right. And uh, then I watched the third one and I was like, mm. Oh, the third one's yeah, not good. It's The third one's weird in that it's it's more of a, it actually feels, I remember watching this in theaters and thinking this feels like a fan film right. love letter to the first two movies. Yeah, but I, I do remember watching that in theaters and I've heard that if I were to rewatch it now, because movies have sort of gone in that direction with the um, Transformers movies and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Fast and the Furious. There are a lot more... Oh, bad? Sort of, yeah. But I've heard that when you compare Terminator 3 to Terminator 2, yeah, you're going to have a problem. But when you compare it to like all those types of movies that followed it, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? So if we were to go back, that's what I've heard. Oh, really? That's You know what? That's interesting. You know what I would do instead of that? Not watch those movies. Just don't watch bad movies. Those are fucking terrible. Instead of... That's a ridiculous way... That is a di- ridiculous prism to view something through. Let's take let's take all the good ones, and when you compare this shit pile next to the good stuff, it looks terrible. And that's true. But you know what you can do is take this shit pile and compare it to a bigger set of shit piles, and then it looks like fucking gold. What the fuck? Who came up with that theory? Shoot them in the dick. (laughs) Here's the reason I bring that up. Because it's not any different than watching the third one expecting it to be like the second one. Like, if you watch it expecting it to be like Transformers, it's a better movie. If you watch it expecting it to be like Terminator 2, it's a worse movie. But if 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 it were possible to just get rid of all your expectations... It's probably a fine movie. You know what I mean? Sure. But here's... Okay. But here's the problem. It has the number three in it, which means it's the third one of these movies. So I'm automatically going in with expectations because there have been two other ones and the two other ones are really good. Why would I take a movie from one franchise and compare it with a movie from another franchise as opposed to comparing it with the first two movies from the same franchise? Did you come up with this theory? Is this you? Shoot yourself in the dick. (laughs) Do you know that O.J. Simpson was originally supposed to play the Terminator? Yes. I did know that, actually. Yes. Who would have known he'd turn out to be an actual Terminator? Terminator. I know. I know. That is art imitating life. Or life imitating art? One of them. He needs to make a movie called How I Would Have Been the Terminator. (laughs) How I Would Have Terminated. (laughs) That would have been amazing. I mean, when they reboot it, they'll put him in it. You watch. Before I have an aneurysm, I should just throw out this other James Cameron news. Does this have to do with Avatar? No, it doesn't have... It has... Oddly enough, this has zero Avatar news. Apparently, on top of Terminator and Avatar's 
two through eight. There was rumor a while back that he's no- making Titanic two, the resurfacing. Oh, that would that would <laughs> that would be amazing. I would go see that. You know what it is? It's Titanic two, and it turns out that it's a Titanic Abyss mashup film. Oh. And the two universes are merged together, and then the aliens that are at the end of the abyss bring up the Titanic. Anything on this one? Did is anyone biting on this? Because I, I actually, now that I say it out loud, that would be incredible. Well, here's the thing, though. James Cameron already has a really good subtitle for this one. Titanic 2, Judgment Day. Oh, that would be so good. It's a good name, right? I mean, it's, yeah, that's really good. I like that. I can't believe it's never been used before. I know. You'd think someone would have gotten around to it. It's got a lot of gravitas <laughs> to it. So Neil Blomkamp was rumored to do... I'm sorry, is his name Neil Blomkin? Blomkamp. He's the guy who Blumpkin? did... Uh, Smith. Neil Smith. <laughs> It was rumored to do Alien 5. This is the same guy who did District 9. Did you ever see District 9? Oh, and he did... Um, Elysium. Chachi. Or uh, what's that? Choo-choo. Chi-chi. Chachki. Chai-chai. You know what I'm talking about? The, yeah. The, the robot Hugh Jackman um, movie? Chip, chip mate. Chippers. <sighs> Chippendale. Chimpin... Chip... The fuck chip, is that? Cheery. Chim-chim-cheery. Chip-chip-cheroo. Ch- yeah. That one. Um... And he did Elysium too. And right? he did Elysium, yeah. He did he yeah. did Matt Damon goes to Chappie. Chappie. Yes. So he wanted to do a version of Alien Five, which would have been essentially Alien Three, because it was taking Alien and Aliens, the first two movies in the franchise, and then throwing out the rest. Ooh, I just whacked my own mic. Please don't do that while I'm on the phone with you. Well but I like it when you listen. <laughs> People get paid a lot more than I do for that. Yeah, I know, but I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> so he was rumored to, to be in the works to make this movie, and James Cameron was going to produce it, and da, 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 and then nobody knew if it was happening or not. James Cameron, Somebody asked him about it, and James Cameron still says, I'm working on that, yeah, which is a direct quote. I know that was a riveting quote that I just gave you. All right, here's my question for you about this. Which has a better chance of of being? Is it is it a better chance that... Alien 5 actually gets made, or that Terminator Dark Fate is good? I mean, I'd have to say the dark horse in this one is the Titanic Abyss mashup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it did well better be. I'm really psyched about this Titanic Abyss thing. This is going to be one of those ideas that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and forget that I thought of, and just think it's a real thing that I heard, and I'm going to be talking about it to people like it's a real thing, and then... I'm probably going to come on the show next week and start talking about it like it's a real thing. And you're going to be like, you made that up last week. And you're going to have to you're going to have to talk me down from this ledge. I'm just letting you know, <laughs> I'm going to be persistent that you're a dickhead and a moron. Well, you wouldn't be wrong. I'm completely right on this. And you're going to have to talk me down off this ledge. And then at the end, I'm going to have to shoot myself in the dick for this. Somebody better break the news to MC Hammer because reports are coming in that, OK, stop. It's not Hammer's time. (laughs) Army Hammer is not in talks to replace Ben Affleck as Batman, in spite of rumors that had been reported, so we'll never get to hear him say, but as Army Hammer. (laughs) That was the most... (laughs) That was your longest... That was your longest... It just... 
longest lead into a news story and also <laughs> your dumbest. <laughs> oh, man. That was incredible. I can only make out about half of what you're saying, so I'm I'm just gonna push forward. That was no wait. I said that was your longest lead into a story, and also your dumbest. That was <laughs> unbelievable. I had no. <laughs> I don't know about that. Do you remember my John Boyega Pacific Rim Two joke? Uh, vaguely. I remember hating it. I- I said we got pictures of his outfit for Pacific Rim 2 and he's going to have to change his name from John Boyega to John Boy. He sure looks dumb in that suit. This was even longer. This was like I went on a journey with this one. <laughs> I really it's thought It's quite a roller coaster. I really thought you had I in the middle of it I kind of got excited. I was like, "Does he have MC Hammer notes? <laughs> what is What is this? Is this an MC Hammer biopic?" I was like, "This is incredible." Oh, man. Jeez. The rest of the story. So Army Hammer is not Batman. (laughs) That's correct. Uh, Umberto (laughs) Gonzalez, who's the founder and editor-in-chief of Heroic Hollywood. Yes. Also a reporter for The Wrap. And he says, quote, Army Hammer, Batman, not true. Also, Army Hammer is 32, and I'm also told the role of Bruce is going to be younger. There are no targeted names yet. So that also settles a thing that we were talking about, where your wife said that... I think she said he was too... Idris Elba. No, no, that um, Michael B. Jordan was too young to play Batman. And I said, he's only 31. They're actually going younger. They think 31 is too old. Which I maintain is... I feel that that's a mistake. I I know we've talked about this before on the the show. I think that that's... I, I don't, I mean, maybe this is just a per- personal preference. I don't like a younger Batman. There's something about the character of Batman, unless you're telling an origin story of some kind, like a, you know, a year one-esque Batman story. He should be older. I mean, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know if I would buy, especially if they're trying to go in in the direction that they say where you're trying to really play into a Batman detective story, which is something they haven't really really done before i mean the dark knight is the closest that they've come and even that is not like a hardcore detective story um then i don't know if i buy someone being very young and being that good of a detective if he's the world's greatest detective you know what i mean Uh, and you've also supposedly if they're keeping true to the origin story that he has trained his whole life to do this and this is, you know, becoming Batman is the culmination of all of these things that he's done, these journeys that he's taken to become the ultimate detective and the ultimate warrior, then I don't buy a guy that's 31. Like, that's not a lot of time. Yeah, we've talked about this. You're right. But I, I don't have any concern about that. I think he could be 25. I think, I, you know, I honestly, I, I think once you hit 20, it might be a little young for me. Right. But I really think if he's been training since he was 15. Right. And then he's got 15, 10 years, that's a long time. And he can just be a smart person who's well-read and has a ton of money. And that helps, you know? Yeah. So he has all these machines that sort of solve crimes for him. Right. Or whatever. Right. Um, which we've seen in the comics before. Like, he has found Superman's weakness in... Uh, Maybe the the nail? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Is that what it was called? The nail? Yes. 
Yeah, the alternate story that that um, Superman right. didn't land with the Kents. Is that the one? Where they get a flat tire? So he just shows up. I, th- I think that's the one. Or someone shows up that's a Kryptonian. Right. And no one has any idea what, the hell what is going on. to do about it. Uh, and they can't do anything about it. No one's strong enough to fight a, a Kryptonian. Right. Batman, I believe, figures out what kryptonite is from that and how it works and all that stuff so you know a lot of his detectiving even in the comics and even in the good comics is done by machines and uh, that makes sense as well because he's a scientist at heart as well and scientists rely on their their mechanics and stuff like that my biggest concern is that hollywood is doing that thing that they do sometimes for example it's the reason we didn't get a good female-led superhero movie for a long time because we had tank girl we had catwoman and we had electra and all of them were bad for very obvious reasons the way they were written the direction uh the costumes they're all terrible but hollywood looked at the reception to those movies and said oh people don't want right female-led superhero movies right so we just didn't get another one for like 15 years my concern is that they're like oh all the dc movies have been bad well, let's start taking stuff out and changing stuff until we figure out why. Right. And they're looking at surface level things like, well, maybe Ben Affleck's just too old instead of, well, maybe none of the writing is any good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, maybe you shouldn't have the Flash and Cyborg digging a grave in the middle of the movie. <laughs> Fucking. Because both of them could get that job done alone in half the time they were taking. Yeah. Wait, was there... I think they said there was a reason they weren't using their powers. I don't remember. Who gives a shit? Anyway, the point is... If the Flash did it quick enough, no one would even notice. Right. Whatever. I I can't... It was such a dumb fact that I I purged it from my mind. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And yeah, I guess the right... If you got the right actor that carried that air about himself, even if they are 25, I guess I I could kind of buy it. But the other half of that is this... Kind of also piggybacking off of what you just said with Hollywood. I liked what they were doing with Batman in this universe. I oh, actually yeah. liked it. It was probably the best part. It was the it was the best part. And it But wasn't... the problem is that we haven't gotten a Batman alone movie, so we can't test that out and show them that they'd be making money. Right. Because that's the thing, is I love that it was a fully formed world. I love that not only was it fully formed, we missed it. Yeah. I love that feeling of, like, I want to know everything that happened. And I don't want a prequel. I want to stay right where I am. Yeah. I want to keep going, and I want to go back to Gotham with this guy and have him just fight. Still got a Batman origin story regardless, because we haven't seen enough of those. Right. And that's the thing, is that I understand, you know... 89 Batman was kind of an origin story in that it showed his origin. It was at least refreshing. It wasn't like a three-act structure of the origin. It was, you know. Right. But they changed the origin story to fit the movie. And that's fine because that's how they did it in the 80s. And then Batman Begins did it really well because it was the three-act structure. All things considered, when you look at how comics tend to be adapted to film, it's amazing they kept as much as they did for the first big superhero film. Yes, <clears throat> no, absolutely. A hundred percent. And I think Batman Begins, I think it does it great. Great enough that you're like, I got it. I can just use that. You, it, It's one of those movies that you can use that origin story for every other Batman movie yeah. to be made after this. Right. Almost the same way that the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. The reason that Marvel is like, we don't need a Spider-Man origin story is because everyone saw the Sam Raimi Spider-Man when it came out. And if you haven't, when, if you didn't see it when it came out, you've probably seen it on Netflix, on DVD, on Blu-ray, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. 
And it got it right. It got it really right. Everyone knows what this origin is. We can move on now. So just keep continuing with the story. Again, I don't need like, let's make him younger and then we can get more longevity longevity out of this. Yeah. I don't need that. Cast a bunch of older guys. Like, James Bond this in a way that isn't, yeah. let's keep him perpetually young. Just if the guy, like, I understand, yeah, if you cast him older, then you have problems because eventually that actor ages out kind of quickly because the body breaks down and he can't do the physicality of it and everything. Then just... But keep giving these guys, like, keep giving, uh, <laughs> this is weird to bring his name up now, but um, you make, like, a new Liam Neeson type of thing. <laughs> like, Liam Neeson was not an action star until he was much older. Right, yeah. So you just, like, every young guy who's now become older, like, just Well, and that to that as be... well, I say, look, man, Batman gets too old. Okay, great. Tell him he can sit and he can have a cane. And you can do Batman right. Beyond, Beyond and get a new young actor and still do that. Right. And then when he gets too old for that, have him be in a wheelchair and do Kingdom Come. Right. And just age into it and just do a whole... You could do yeah. You do almost like a Batman yeah. King Lear type thing where like Batman becomes the role to play, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, where you're continuing on... That's actually a really interesting idea. And that's the beautiful thing is that with that, you can add things into it. When he gets too old, there's an interim story before Batman Beyond where Dick Grayson becomes Batman. Yeah. And then realizes he doesn't want that identity and da-da-da. And it just goes on, you know what I mean? You yeah. can find these little interim... Well, and that's the thing is that the, the best stories with DC comics that I've read are all the the ones out of continuity. Right. And not just read, but like Batman Beyond as an example. Right. Absolutely. Where you take the mythos and you turn it on its head. The end of this is just that Hammer told Yahoo, no one's ever asked. Let me say this. No one who can actually give me the job has asked me if I'm interested. I don't even know if they are done. I think they are still working on a script. I don't think that they are close to production, but I can conclusively tell you that no one has checked my availability, which is a bummer. So I think that means they cast him. Yeah, I think that's pretty certain. Yeah, he's practically... That's pretty definitive. ...in the costume when he says it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, everyone's like, Hammer, Army Hammer's not going to do it. He's not available. He's not... But they're not even, like, close with this thing. It's so up in the air yeah. that I don't even know. Listen, I will believe it when literally I see a trailer. And not and not a mo you can show me stills of them shooting the movie. You can make me Batman and I'm shooting the movie and I'm still not gonna believe this is gonna get made until I see an actual trailer for it. Don't make me Batman. I I'd be terrible at that. <laughs> Kevin Smith is writing Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yes. So there's an animated Howard the Duck series in the works, and it's Kevin Smith, who is writing and executive producing Howard the Duck, an animated series for Hulu and Marvel Television. Kevin Smith and Dave Willis are the co-creators of the Howard the Duck animated series for Hulu and Marvel Television. So Kevin Smith is Kevin Smith. Yeah. And then... Uh, this Dave Willis previously co-created Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Squidbillies for Adult Swim. Oh, nice. Yeah. You strike me as somebody who actually would have been into Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Squidbillies. Oh, yeah. I love them. And by that, I mean a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Well, the um, Squidbillies was like 
right at the tipping point for me. Right. Both of those shows have jokes that make sense cohesively in a structure. Right. And are also insane abstract cartoons. Yes. And right after that, they just kept turning that same direction and just got rid of the jokes that were coherent altogether. Right. And just started doing like crazy nonsensical stuff that was funny because it was so weird. Yeah. You know, and that's where they lost me. Like Tim and Eric? Yeah. Tim and Eric, Super Jail... Hold on, wait. Aqua Teen Hunger Force is the one with the giant drink and the yeah. meatball and the... Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I, I, I confuse the two titles every once in a while. Okay. I was, like, on the on the cusp of Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Squibillies. Like, I would watch it, and I and I was with you. I would watch it, and I was like... Some of the time, I was like, this is really funny, and I get this. Yeah. And other times, it was weird, and I would go, I guess people find this funny and i guess i can kind of understand why right. they would find it funny because it's so weird but it's it's actually not that right that funny and then they you're right they kept going in that direction i think this is actually a good pairing of two different voices with kevin smith and and dave willis i always why do i keep i just read this guy's name and i keep having to look at it <laughs> because i think that howard the dirt uh, howard the dirt jeez what the fuck <laughs> Holy hell. I need to put my head down on my desk for a couple of minutes. I think Howard Howard the Duck is kind of an abstract entity in the Marvel Universe, so you do want that influx of kind of weird humor. And Kevin Smith can be there to structure it. It'll it'll have the two things like Aqua Teen Hunger Force and and Squidbillies of cohesive jokes in a structure and really random jokes. Right. But it'll be good because I think Kevin Smith is going to be the structure guy and kind of keep, can keep it on track. Yeah. Enough. He's usually pretty good about that stuff. I'm amazed you brought this up as just the Howard the Duck thing and not the offenders. Are you aware of the rest of it? Well, I was just, I was literally going to talk about that. Stop fucking cutting me off. Uh, sorry, that got real for a second. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I was waiting for you to start talking again so I could immediately cut you off. Oh, that would have been sweet. Yeah. So on top of Howard the Duck, so Marvel is now kind of going in this animated series direction for Hulu, which I find funny, especially in lieu of my next story that I'll talk about in a second. But also in production, we have Modoc, Hitmonkey, Tigra, and Dazzler, and they will all team up with Howard the Duck for a special called The Offenders. The Offenders a real thing in the Marvel Universe? Is that a real title? The Offenders are sort of a real thing. Oh, okay. But it doesn't look like it's the same thing. The Wikipedia page was made last month, and all it says is, To settle a bet with the Grandmaster, the Collector teamed up Red Hulk with Tiger Shark, Baron Mordo, and Terax against Hulk, Namor, Doctor Strange, and Silver Surfer. Eager for revenge on his counterpart, Red Hulk agreed to take part in the fight, dubbing his team the offenders but none of these characters are in it so here's the thing i know that tiger shark is a real comic character in the marvel universe but when you first read it i thought you meant he just included a tiger shark <laughs> just a random shark just that and just the hulk has to just carry it everywhere he doesn't even use it as a weapon he just carries it it's just dead weight oh like a baby yeah like a like a little baby <laughs> Baby shark. Do, 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 do. So the... Uh... Oh, don't even get me started on that song. Don't even. <laughs> don't get me started on that fucking song. Does Emerson like it? Oh, I can't. I just can't. Oh, my gosh. So it just goes on forever. 
just forever. And he gets really upset when I stop singing it. I, I mean, just it's don't the even... number one highest rated kid song. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I just... So anyway, I don't know how I feel about this set of stuff. Because the first thing I heard was they're making a MODOK show. And I thought, they're doing a what now? <laughs> they're making a cartoon that focuses on a giant floating head hellbent on destroying the Earth. So my initial thought of this show was... I don't think this is going to work. There's a reason they haven't introduced MODOK into the MCU or really anywhere else uh, other than the comics. But did you see who's working on that? No. Patton Oswalt. Really? Yeah. So I read that. That's really good. And I was like, uh, yeah, I got to at least check this out. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. There's also Tigra and Dazzler, mm-hmm. who are both very strange, obscure choices as well that don't, I don't think they work nowadays, but, you know, I felt the same way about Modoc and Howard the Duck. Sure. They clearly have a vision for this. Right. And that is someone I've never heard of, Erica Rivenoha and Chelsea Handler. Oh yeah, I did I did hear that. So that'll be interesting as well. And uh, Hitmonkey has um, Josh Gordon, who's an interesting choice, and Will Speck as well. Right. By the way, I have breaking news right now for us. Uh-oh. This is the freshest news you could possibly get. Stan Lee died. No. <laughs> so uh, they just announced one of the voice actors. I don't know if she's going to be in an ongoing role or just like a guest voice. One of the voice actors for Howard the Duck is going to be Leia Thompson, who played Beverly Switzler in the f- the 86 film of Howard the Duck. Oh, very good. Yes. This is going to be kind of fun. You know, it's going to have some inside jokes, some inside baseball references, which I always kind of like. Yeah. We got our first look at... Will Smith as the genie in Aladdin. Holy Christ. And I think they should have just gotten Robin Williams to reprise the role. And yeah, I know he's dead, but it couldn't have looked any worse. Oh man, this thing looks... I don't understand... I don't... Here's the thing. Here's... Here's the thing. (laughs) Okay. Here's the the thing. Is this going to be one of your rants? It might be. It feels like it's teeing up. Hold on a second. Let's see if I can get it going. Let's roll this. You sound like Eric Scottolati. Okay, here's the thing. Oh, man. That was that was both the worst and the best impression of Eric Scottolati I've ever heard. Oh, don't I know it? Because I go for the feeling. You do. The essence. You go right, to, right for the heart. Yes. All right, so here's the thing. Will Smith, I think, I actually think, as far as playing the genie, is a really good choice. I think he's... I'm going to use this term, and I know how it sounds, and I'm going to use it anyway. I'm not using it in a racial way. He's colorful enough. <laughs> Chris. I know. The, I, Chris, that's the second wait, time wait, on this podcast no, wait, I've done this. Wait, wait, wait. Was that a joke because he's blue? Yes. Racist. But I think he's dynamic enough to play the genie, and I think it's an interesting choice to kind of try and move away from someone who was like Robin, Robin Williams and not just try and get, like, Robin Williams light. I don't even know who that... Be- Jim Carrey, I guess. But here's my thing. I know you want to make a live-action Aladdin, and you want to just live-action all of your movies, and that's fine, Disney. That's great. The genie... I don't know if you know this, Disney. I don't know how to reveal this to you. Genies aren't real. <laughs> Okay, so you can actually make them an animated character in a live action movie. Right. There's no reason you had to do weird, puffy looking, like he's had Chinese food after a workout, puffed up, 
Will Smith in a bald cap and a little beanie hair on top and then blew them up. Did you see the, I think it was Entertainment Weekly photos of the cast? I did see this. Before the trailer came out, Entertainment Weekly released a, a like, cast photos like they did with Avengers Infinity War and we saw Jeremy Renner in his cool haircut and stuff. And he wasn't blue. Right. And he, all right. So in retrospect, he looks great. But I remember at the time I saw it and I was like, I don't know about this. And then the trailer came out and I was like, go back to the other thing. Go back, go back, go back, go back. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Chances are he's not going to be blue for a good portion of the movie because he's going to try and appear like a human and blah, blah, Ah, blah, blah, blah. Maybe. And then there'll be other parts where he's blue. However... Why not just have him be some sort of, like, an animated character when he's the actual genie and then just make him Will Smith? Like, regular Will Smith, like we saw in the photo, for when he's acting like a human. Because, again, genies aren't real. In all honesty, here's the way I think you do it. If you want Will Smith to play that role, have him be Will Smith Will Smith. Not Entertainment Weekly Will Smith. Put him in a very nice tailored three-piece suit. Oh, I see what you're saying. whatever the fashion of today is. One of the brilliant things about Robin Williams in that role is that he was literally timeless. The movie takes place a thousand years ago or something. Right. And he's making references to Julius Caesar and the Rat Pack. Like, he's all over the place. He's making movie references. Yes. You know, he he references uh, The Little Mermaid. So make him just a normal... Thing. He doesn't even have to look like the old school genie. He can do whatever he wants. Just make him hitch. Because that's what makes the genie powerful. It's not that he's a big blue thing and can turn into anything. It's that he has the knowledge of all time and space. I agree. Like I said, just make him hitch. I mean, don't call it that, but you know, <laughs> but honestly, like, that's what this movie is. But how is. great would it be to have the genie reference hitch? He could do that. Right. That's what I'm saying. I see no reason why we couldn't get the this version of the genie to turn to the camera and say, well, to get everyone to kill themselves on the bad guy's side, you'd need some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's, <laughs> That'd be great. Because, and let me tell you, of all the Will Smith movies you want to reference, you definitely want to bring up <laughs> Suicide Squad. His greatest endeavor to date. But they need to be throwing out Star Wars jokes and Marvel jokes. It's all owned by Disney. Absolutely. I agree with you. Again, I understand they want to live action all of their movies. And actually, I kind of look forward to, to some of that. Like, Aladdin is the one, is one of the ones when they... I could see this trend going. I was like, oh, they're going get to Al- get around to Aladdin and it's going to be really interesting. Like, I actually do want to see that. But uh, why the fuck? Do, why? You don't need to make him exactly... Genies aren't real. Genies aren't real. You don't need to make him an actual human being. He doesn't look like a human yeah. being. You can in- make him look like whatever you want. Right. If you're already going to go away from the Robin Williams version, then you can go away from the Robin Williams well, version. Well, also... Listen, I know it was a cartoon and they weren't going for, like, complete, you know, accuracy. But if you look at the cartoon, the way that humans are drawn, like Aladdin, Jasmine, those those characters, and the genie, he's very broad. It's, it's a complete... He's not realistically drawn in comparison to what the other characters of the movie are. Right. So why not just go in that direction anyway? Again, just make him something. I was going to say, you said he might not look blue for most of the movie, but in Aladdin, in the cartoon, he is blue most of the time. He just is wearing pants or something. You know who I think would have been a much better choice for this? I, I think you're, I think their goal should have been, okay, the original idea was he doesn't really have to sing. He doesn't have to be a voice actor. Let's just get... I, I heard rumors 
from like the the crew and the the artistic development team from the original that most of Robin Williams's script was not written. Yes. They gave him an arc. They said, look, you have to convince Aladdin that he has to do X thing. Right. Go for 10 minutes. So get a guy who's an improv actor. Get a guy who can come up with a bunch of stuff on the spot. Just like, I mean, Jim Carrey's an interesting choice. Right. But that might be a little too Robin Williams-y. You know who I think would have been a great choice for the genie? Who? John Mulaney. That's actually a very interesting choice. Right? And you go in the really opposite direction. Yes. Well, and especially since you haven't seen it yet, but he's amazing in Into the Spider-Verse. And there are clips of him. I, I don't know if I've told you this yet, but right. I'm just I'm just going to bank on the fact that you're not going to watch this movie and ruin this part for you. There are clips of him. He, he tells this story about how he got a call from his agent who was like, hey, you've been offered a role and I think you should do it. We're not allowed to tell you what it is what character you're playing or what company it is or what the title of the movie is or what characters are in it. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, I guess I'll trust you. And so he goes into the recording booth and he doesn't know what the movie is. So they just give him the lines. Oh, really? Yeah. And they say, hey, you're a comedian. You, you're a writer. Why don't you just, you know, improvise some stuff and go to town and if it works, we'll use it. And there's, there's footage of him as Spider-Ham the cartoon pig in a kid's movie right. going, um, what the fuck is this asshole talking about? And like, listen, Dick Weasel, you know, and there's a part where he, he asks the character, how long have you been Spider-Man for? And he says three days. And he goes, three days. <laughs> I've been Spider-Ham for 30 fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. So, and then, and then at the end he, like he gets through all of that and he goes, Say, what's this movie rated anyway? And they go, G. And he goes, so you can't use any of that, can you? And they go, ah, you look like you were having fun. <laughs> so stuff like that, that's straight up, that, like Robin Williams could have told that story, you know? Absolutely. There's, I mean, he's told similar stories of how, like, he'd go and go and the first... He was on cocaine instead. <laughs> yeah. But, like, he did tell stories of how... You know, the first five minutes of whatever he was doing was probably what they used in the movie because then he would start to Robin Williams it and went off on a tangent. Yeah. And they had to reel him back and be like, hey, uh, the mouse doesn't have genitals. You just can't. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of the reasons I think someone like John Mulaney or, or really any other good SNL actor probably would have been a better choice. Yeah, get a good comedian. Bill Hader. Yeah, he would have been Actually, great. could have been a great choice. Now, holy shit, actually. He'd have been Now that perfect. I say it out loud, he would have been a great choice. He's a great impressionist, too. He does a lot of great impersonations. Right. Holy shit. Wow. I don't know where that came from, but now that's all I can think. Yeah. That would have been that's a perfect fucking choice. brilliant. I'm going to push... Let's start a campaign. <laughs> listen, here's what's going to happen. All right, listen up. In the vo Everybody in the void, here's what we're going to do. We're going to band together. All right. We're going to last Jedi this thing. <laughs> when this thing comes out, we're then all going to petition that we're going to raise. How much did this movie cost? What do you think? Like $250 million? 30 bucks. Okay. We're going to raise $250 million to just insert bill Hader into the movie and remake the live action version of aladdin but with bill Hader instead of will smith that's pretty good man yeah it's pretty good i don't even think we need that much we just gotta figure out how much bill Hader costs right because we just have to edit him in no i said that number because i've heard bill Hader's quote to do a movie is 250 million dollars is that true yeah every episode 
of Barry on HBO yeah. costed $251 million. I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth every penny. Have you seen Barry? No, but I hear it's worth it. Oh. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's really great. All right. We all know this story is coming, and we all knew the story was going to be coming for a while. Punisher and Jessica Jones officially canceled at Netflix. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Netflix finally issued a statement. Uh, Marvel's The Punisher will not return for a third season to Netflix. And then they thanked, you know, all the people for working on it. And they're like, oh, we're so proud of it. And that's why you canceled it. And then we have decided that the upcoming third season will also be the final season of Marvel's Jessica Jones. How unsurprised are you? Just give me the level of unsurprised that you are right now about this 10 out of 10 okay great fantastic yeah there's no way that this was a good i don't this the only thing that frustrates me about this is why they perpetuated the idea in the first you knew you were going to cancel this there's no way you weren't going to cancel it my guess is it probably has something to do with like taxes or something like there, there uh, must be some financial reason that you have to do it at a certain time taxes that's incredible i'm serious like there it probably has to do with it's whatever their attorneys probably said to them or their accountants were like you know if you wait until you know jessica jones just wrapped right they just finished shooting so if you wait until the final episode you'll make the most i think they're shooting now i think they're just starting no they just wrapped did they Yep. How do you know? What do you want set for something? Did you go to the rap party? Yeah, you know what? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm playing Jessica Jones this season. <laughs> oh man. I would renew that for a fourth season. No, they uh what's her face? Kristen Ritter posted a, a picture of her in the cast and was like, Well, it's been great. Here's the the set photo for the season finale. <laughs> They're or all flicking the camera off. <laughs> but yeah, I of course, right? Like we we all knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. In fact, I think in the post like in the Twitter post with the photo, she says something like, "We we all knew this day was coming." You know, that's it. That's all. That's all I got. All right, I have two quick things. Okay, hit me. Paltrow puts Pepper Potts politely in the past. Pepper Potts after Endgame will no longer be a character, a recurring character. She's gonna focus more on Goop, which I wish was a joke, but that's the real name of her company. That's a real name of her thing. Yep. She did say she's leaving on very good terms. She's still very good friends. The only reason she even agreed to do it in the first place was because she's very good friends with um, John Favreau, uh, and he convinced her to do it, and she loves it. She she had a great time, and she's loved to see. Here, here's what she said to Variety: It was such a wonderful experience making the first Iron Man, and then to watch how important it has become to fans. I feel honored to be part of something that people are so passionate about. Of course, if they said, can you come back for a day? I will always be there if they need me. So best of luck to her. She was great. I have a hunch that this means that Iron Man is probably also not coming back. Here's what I like about it. First of all, did you make up the alliteration in this to start this segment? Or was that? The of course headline? I did. Uh, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Secondly, here's what I like about her quote, is that she said it was, what did she say? It was such a what experience making the first Iron Man? Wonderful. It was such a wonderful experience making the first Iron Man. And then she skipped over the rest of them, which is actor talk for. It was great making the first one. And then the rest of them were a giant pain in my twat. (laughs) But I came back for the money anyway. And now it turns out I don't need it as much anymore. So fuck you. I'm done. Well, to be fair... Two of the three Iron Man movies are really bad. They are. And she's in both of them. 
a lot. Yes. And then the good ones that that doesn't have Iron Man as much in them, she's not in them at all. So she's like, this was a giant pain in my twat. <laughs> Stop saying so that. So fuck this and I'm out of here. <laughs> just, I said it the second time because I knew the first one made you uncomfortable. And so I was like, I'm just going to try and say this as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but she's probably been watching the Russos hammer out like great Captain America movie after great Captain America movie and then two amazing Avengers movies. And she's like, fuck this, you know? She's like, fuck my twat. I want to be in one of those. <laughs> I stuck with kiss kiss bang bang over here no thank you listen kiss kiss bang bang is a fantastic movie don't it's fine no you're full of shit you loved it the first time you saw we it we reviewed it already yes, didn't we? and you liked it a lot you said it was fantastic you said it was one of the best movies you've ever seen and you thanked me profusely for introducing this into your existence i'm gonna go back and listen to it because i don't think that's true that's how i heard it <laughs> So moving on to things we care about, J.J. Abrams posted a a rap photo of John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, and Oscar Isaac finishing their last shot for Star Wars Episode Nine, And J.J. Abrams uh, included this quote, It feels impossible, but today wrapped photography on Episode Nine. There is no adequate way to thank this truly magical crew and cast. I'm forever indebted to you all. So that's nice. Yeah. Wait, he said adequate? Okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to I'm just going to lay this out there. He said the word adequate in his quote. Adequate rhymes with Anakin. Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker is Rey's father. It's a hint to the fans. I I mean, he'd be like a million years old when he Listen, gave- you know what? So was uh what's her name? Uh this joke petered out really quickly. Amidala. <laughs> I was like, oh, was yeah. Like, Amadala was was like twenty years his elder when he knocked her up. So, who, age means nothing in this universe. No, 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 no. That's not entirely true because she was like. Are we gonna get this into this? Hang on, hang on. She was she was definitely fi- fifteen years older than him in uh, episode one, but definitely only like two years older than him in episode two. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> And then by episode three, I think they were the same age. Uh, by episode three, he was her mentor or something. They were old. He was older. I don't know. What a shitty collection of movies. Jeez, that... that doesn't. There's no amount of times I could say that that would be adequate. Wait, did he say adequate? That rhymes with Anakin. That rhymes with Shmi. Um, Shmi. Uh, thank God that they're. Sorry, there's someone across. No, sorry, I was looking at the building across from me, and someone was looking out the window and just staring at me. But their their blinds are open, they have like a lacy curtain in front of the window, so I could just see the silhouette of this woman that was creepily staring directly into my window. It's I like think, something out of a horror movie. I think this is the I opening to rear window. Pretty soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway... If I, if you just hear like the shite, the slight shattering of a window and a thump. <laughs> did, did you say the shite? <laughs> the shite. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> if this, I hear the shite. This, is, this whole bit is fucked. Anyway. If I hear the shite, I will text Sarah to come and help you. Yeah. But finish the show first. Don't interrupt it. <laughs> we have such a good flow showing. Damn it. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. This is ridiculous. Can we end this shit train now? Oh, Please. she turned out the light. That can't be good. It's a shite train, by the way. 
Jeez. Oh, All right. You ready to yes. end this? Yes. All right. I've been ready <laughs> to end this formally, for an hour. I don't know why I formally said that like that. Like it made it sound like we have a suicide pact. Um, this is this is it. It's the final episode of the Media Lunch Break. You ready to end this? Yeah, we could call ourselves the Suicide Squad. Oh, that's it. We're done. That's it, Andrew. That's it. We did it. We made a thing. There wasn't a thing, and now there's a thing. And we'll let's all be proud of that. I don't know how yeah. proud, but uh, yeah. somewhat proud. Yeah. Um, Thank man. you, Ava hey, Braun. If they, w- they want to listen to this, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Andrew. Yes. Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Well, they can listen to us on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play Music. You can also find us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can locate us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Media Lunch Break. Send us a tweet. Also follow us because we do a bunch of contests. We've got one going up right now on both our Twitter and our Facebook. Mm. Yeah, and that's about the new Captain Marvel movie coming up. And we're going to give out some Captain Marvel merchandise. Is it the Captain Marvel trivia contest? Yes, it is. Yeah, Yeah, I said trivia. Let's hurry this up. I might be dying. (laughs) You can also find us on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash the media lunch break. We've got some great videos coming out. I think our last one was uh, how to train your dragon three. And we, Mm -hmm. it's a very long video. Most of our videos are like under 10 minutes. This one's like 30. We had a lot to talk about. Nice. Uh, you can also find us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Send us a couple dollars. Uh, We have a website. That's the media lunch break at gmail.com. Uh, nope. Nope. Wait. No. Wait. <laughs> we have a web. Nope. We have a website that's themedialunchbreak.com, or you can email us at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. That's right. Did you use your little list this time? I sure did, and I still fucked it up. Good for you. Awesome. All right. That is it. That is the end of the show. Goodbye to everyone. Yeah, but we're not actually dying. Please continue to subscribe and listen to us. Oh, that's part of the fun. Yeah, continue to subscribe. In fact, if you could check in on us, that would be great. What we should do is we should act like we are dying, but try and convince them to say subscribe like it's a little cliffhanger ending. And then we'll wait a couple of months and then we'll put out a new episode and be like, we're back, bitches. No? Yeah, that's a great idea, Chris. Okay, great. Let's continue with this. (laughs) All right. Are you still recording? Yeah, certainly. Oh, me too. This is a real Mexican standoff of an ending, isn't it? That's racist. Listen, you're talking about... You called Will Smith colored earlier or something, and now you're talking about Mexicans. What are you, in Trump's America all of a sudden? You gotta get a grip on yourself, man. I'm gonna grip myself by the twat. I thought you were going to say, you ask Alexa to order toilet paper, and it's like, did you say delete all your dick pics, Mr. <laughs> Bezos? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's gold. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I got to keep those dick pics. No, in fact, send me a phone with a bigger screen, please. I need some help.